0: Well, in this... So I've pressed start, I've pressed right, go. Right. Uh, the first thing I'm going to say is, on the whole, it's not a massive story, this, is it? No. It, there's a bit of padding, but I think it's quite a nice story yeah, and stuff. Yeah, right? I, think, I think so, yeah. I don't yeah. know how long it's going to take us to say this, so I'm just going to start off with something that's been on my mind recently. Oh, right. right. I mean, you know we do this, but I'm gonna, I'm forcing it out there. Right. Because I don't know when this airs, when when our episode airs, okay, but... Um, there's been a lot of talk about the Brexit thing, yeah, and I don't quite understand what's going on at the moment. But some of it is. My problem is how how is anybody meant to take the word Brexit seriously? <laughs> it it feels like it was made up at some point because that is not, and that isn't that is just two words. Joined together. One word has actually been. the majority of the letters have been removed. Yeah. So it's brr. Yeah. And then the exit bit, I just don't know how anybody is expected to take that
1: seriously. Well, when I first came across it, it was actually called Grexit. Great Britain exit? No. It was when um, Greece were defaulting on their loan payments. Right. And there was some discussion about them leaving, and and that was called Grexit back
0: in those days. Well, I always say, Brexit has a better ring to it, but...
1: But it's... Th- that
0: That's how sort of false it is. But it's, it's just a slang. Yeah. It's just slang. It's not a serious word. And it's just... It's preposterous. The other thing is, as well, is how... I just don't get this. This absolutely winds me up, is how... Particularly, hosts of TV shows say say the word hashtag. And yeah, because hashtag is code. To if you put that in in Twitter, you, we will find you other words that have also had that code next to it. Yeah. it's the only code that matters. Right, but what else could they say? How could they, how could they? We well, don't. It? You don't say it because it's to it's to pick up on the words. So what you would say in real life is just the word. You can't... You don't say hashtag. Right. Saying it out loud before the word that you're trying to... Like, for example, you won't have watched this because it's just ridiculous. called Love Island, right? It's the most garbage show I've ever seen. Right. What happens is a bunch of single people, five men, five women, I think, maybe six each, right, okay, they go away as singles... The idea is that at the end of each episode, or the end of one episode, they couple up. Right? What? And the idea is they have to stay as couples or find new couples. Really? Be- between them. Yeah. They have to choose from that pot as if they were the last people on Earth. What? And then, like, sort of have a relationship? If they wanted to. Right? Okay? Right. If, if they decide not to have a relationship, they still have to be together and sleep in the same bed. It's the most... It's absolutely ridiculous. You're looking at pictures of it now. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> well... What, it? what, they, what they do on this is they get text messages to say, you're going on a date. No, right. No. You're going on a date. Get your pants together or get your socks on or put no. your flip-flops on. You go into the beach. Hashtag Sandy Shoes or something like that. <laughs> what they do is... they. In a text message, hashtag doesn't work either. No, no. And and also, saying it out loud... With you. ...doesn't work. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. that's... So, what's even worse than a hashtag, saying hashtag out loud? What's even worse than the word Brexit, which isn't too... It's not even a word, is saying hashtag Brexit. <laughs> it's the worst. You said it very early on. You called it, you said about I understand now language has to evolve but not incorrectly this is not even incorrect it doesn't exist for it to be incorrect there's no it can't be confused with something else it's wrong right (laughs) why has that gone red? oh it's just because it's recording right Right. sorry okay Jesus Christ (laughs) Uh, (sighs) I think we should uplift this a bit now okay so I've got something else to say alright where's my notepad one second I've got something else to say I've got something else to say right okay this is um, an idea that I've had and I've had a a history of failed ideas what I mean by that is I usually come up with a good idea for an invention right and then uh, realise that somebody else has already done it
1: oh right. so uh,
0: some famous ones that I've done was the wristwatch, where I thought what would be a really good idea is if somebody uh, needed to know the time but didn't want to always get the phone out of the pocket to see put the time on their wrist oh, yeah. so they could see it but yeah. then I remembered that they watching, they did used to have that it's already happened yeah. okay, the other one was um, I called this a really useful folder and it was like a, a diary and it also had like a calculator inside a ruler and some contact numbers and yeah. address and w- and
1: would it have like little bits of paper that you could like a ring binder that yes. you could take in and take in
0: and out yeah and like you that. put different sections in yeah, and yeah. A, a map with showing time zones okay? of course yeah. uh, but the, the, that was the file facts. Right? facts yeah. the other one I had was um, oh uh, wheels on shoes to get you to places faster right uh, it's roller skates it's yeah. already been done but this one I don't think has been done and I need this this is a celebrity endorsement this is an idea for uh, Dolly Parton now you know that Paul Newman is a like a he's a, got salad dressing s- yeah salad dressing Paul Newman's salad dressing yeah. well this is Dolly Parton she should release a brand of coffee called Cup of Ambition because in the song 9 to 5 she sings about pour myself a cup of, cup of ambition right and I think that she should patent that Right. Paint it brown. Paint it brown. <laughs> Just a little uh, copyright joke there. And, uh, yeah, so if she said, Hello, my name is Dolly Parton and I'm pouring myself a cup of ambition. Uh, and and so there yeah, so there you go. Well, like, you see, I, I had a sort of similar thing about this,
1: thinking that um, Def Leppard yeah. ought to open a pizza shop called Pizza the Action because everybody wants a Pizza the Action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And similar sort of thing, isn't yeah. It? Yeah, uh, it's I've got what everybody needs, satisfaction guaranteed. Everybody wants a piece of the action,
0: but they could do the song as well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They could for the jingle, yeah, but change it slightly more, uh, with a kind of like, yeah, that would work. <laughs> Welcome to the show! <laughs> Hello. Right, welcome uh, to the show. This is the podcast that we do that's all about the tales of the unexpected. We watch the episodes, we talk about them, what's happened in them. Yeah, and also whatever else happens to sort of come into our mind from time to time. Yeah, the chat. The chat is super important. Now then, my name is Chris. And I'm Rob. And what we're going to do now is discuss this episode, which is, in the scheme of things, is episode... 20. 20. Oh, the big two O. 0 And uh, this was uh, from 1980 again, so we're still in that second season. The Umbrella Man. Uh, and it's another Roald Dahl one. It is, yeah. Yeah. Now, this... Is Roald Dahl owning up, right at the very start? Yeah, in in a very sort of
1: strange sort of way, isn't it? Because Because he's
0: basically, he's just basically saying that... I've been lying to you. Yeah, everything that we've discussed so far has been bullshit. Yeah. This, however, is true. true.
1: But the beginning of every show that I've introduced, all through these series...
0: ...has been bullshit. That's what he's really saying to him. Yeah, so he's owning up to it now, but what he's... So now he's saying this, this seems to be uh, based on a true thing. Yeah. And obviously I think he's probably, you know, considered dramatising it. I
1: suppose we ought to say what why he's saying it's bullshit. What he's saying... The reason he's saying it's bullshit is because he says it's seldom that a writer can sort of have an experience... And then write a story based on that experience. That, that's in, yeah, what he's saying. So and weeks. yet, as we say, every week it's, I, I bought a painting, I got these bottles of wine. There was a snake in me
0: pants. <laughs> <laughs> and now we know. It's all bullshit. However, um, what this also does, it's like that boy who cried wolf. Yeah, maybe this is just more bullshit. I'm sure it is. Billy Connolly once said, "I, I always, I like this that he said that to be a great comedian, you have to be the best liar." In fact, it was David Niven. He, he has a book about when he was at parties. Right, I know two David Niven books. One's "Bring On The Empty Horses," and the other one's
1: "The Moon's A Balloon."
0: I don't know what it was. It was a base It was a memoir sort of thing. And yeah, he was saying that when he was, he would get invited to a lot of parties, and he would end up telling the same stories and so what he would usually do is just make up a story uh, you know and it'd be as far-fetched as he wanted it to be Yeah, and it, and it just inspired me to go you know what we're here once why not have a bit of fun with some of them? well of course you did that with you. do. why don't you that you were telling us about the other week didn't yeah, you yeah I mean I, I usually I usually tell Dull stories. I mean, I, I notice I'm not saying the word lie because I think lie implies deceit. Whereas what I'm doing is, is entertaining. It's a yeah. different thing. It's it? a different yeah. thing. Is is that actually the reaction that I want is 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 meant to be upbeat?
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm sort of with you there. I mean, I I think if I'm going to tell a story, it's sort of. based in fact but uh, then there might just be something that uh, I might just think that had been better so I'll tell it like that yeah exactly Yeah,
0: because and and this is I've asked you if I could use your stories before haven't I and say you told me a story I'd like to be able to tell that can I have that for my own which and you've said yeah yeah go well well, one thing is that uh, I do do that but if I'm
1: telling that story in front of my wife and I do put the extra 1% in, most of the time she'll say, no, that didn't happen.
0: Yes, Michelle does this, is that she's let me down there. <laughs> she's let me down in the fact that she... It's, and I don't know why they do that. And instead of just going, can we just have a word in the kitchen? Now, <laughs> now my new kitchen is a big open plan thing. Right. So she'd have to, she would have to go into the hallway. This story is, as we're led to believe, is isn't a tall story. No. It seems to be based on truth, and therefore he doesn't give us a little bit of a run-through of the inspiration. He just tells us what you're about to see actually happened. Yeah, Yeah, but what he does do, and
1: and I find this in light light of what follows, he says that, uh,
0: he suggests that everyone could do it, but it would cause chaos in the land if yeah. everybody did. Yeah, now, if, when we go through this story, let's just work out how the chaos would actually work. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So let's we'll about, look for chaos. Yeah, let's, we'll look let's for potential see. chaos. Address the chaos right at the end. Okay. Um, so, it, what it, it starts off with is, uh, the opening shot is a man snoozing, and he's a, res, uh, no, a B&B owner. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's woken up by the ding of a bell, and John Mills is looking for a room. Yeah. Now then, this... This, I don't know what the purpose of the, the script of the, the uh, B&B owner is, but um, he's the rudest man, <laughs> c- certainly in, this, in the last 200 years. Well, he reminds... I mean, Herod. Herod was ruder. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me a bit of, you know, Dust Till Dawn?
1: Yes. Um, Seth Gecko comes in and uh, he wants to get a room. And he's, he's banging up on, on the bell. And he actually picks up the bell at one point, yeah. which is a nice scene, yeah. And, and the old fella comes out, the, the man who owns it, and he says, uh, Ah, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> And Seth Gekko says, I want a room. Is- I want a fucking room. What do you think I want? I've got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> to get- what is it? Anyway, that guy... I I want a room, you mean old bastard. What do you think I fucking want? Yeah, yeah. That guy...
0: want, you mean old
1: bastard, I want a fucking room. He's about on a part with this fella, isn't he? But uh, yeah. so not only is he in play, <laughs> he seems to not actually... <laughs> I thought he was deaf at, at one point. Yeah, because he
0: doesn't seem to actually... He needs to have things under, uh, explained to him. Yeah, in, in in detail. He's So, John Mills gets a room, and whilst he's filling in the paperwork, he goes, do you know where the lo- the public houses are, the local public houses are? He goes, you what? He says, uh, I need a list of the inns, the the bars, the public houses, the pubs, the free houses, the drinking establishments, and he names everything. He's a cinnamon right there. Is working out what other things you could call a public house before the guy, and never even answers him. It chucks him a yellow pages. Yeah. Well, I, I had a, something a bit similar to this when I was very
1: small. I don't know whether I've mentioned on this uh, in the podcast before, but uh, I used to, well, it was my mum's uncle, and uh, he was a person who very, very rarely spoke. And uh, Uncle no-speak? It, <laughs> yeah, I know Uncle no-speak. And to the degree that um, he would, he'd sit there, and uh, he had a waistcoat because it was that sort of area where they wore suits and stuff. And uh, one day, he'd got some mint Imperials in the (laughs) pocket of his waistcoat. And he couldn't be bothered to actually get them out. So he sat there and said to his wife, Imperials, Imperials. And then she reached in and got out one of these things and put it in his mouth for him. So, (laughs) another story. (laughs) Imperials. Imperials. Another story involving him. uh, And (laughs) I only know this because the wife told us. The wife's father died and um, the undertaker came round to their house and uh, he was preparing the body in the house for some reason and my uncle was sat watching him and the undertaker was struggling uh, and uh, apparently, you know, after about half an hour, he said to my uncle, who said nothing... (laughs) (laughs) I I really can't get these teeth in Jesse, because it was Jesse who died. And uh, my uncle says, well, you won't, they're my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. We just watched him struggle. (laughs) Anyway, he was the person who first said public house to me, and I didn't know what one was. Oh, right, okay, Okay.
0: OK. But um, he eventually, well, as I say, he eventually chucks in these little yellow pages and... Now, the yellow pages is almost, they still exist. Yes, but, you know, we got one through the other week. Yeah, it's a lot much thinner f- than it used to be, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a thing of the past, though, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yell.com is online. Yeah. Um, but what you generally do is just go to Google and find the shop. Or, yeah. Or Alta Vista. Yeah, but, other, other search engines apply. Yeah. Um, and um, then when he's, when he's finished signing in, again it's a very odd conversation and quite drawn out as well he's finished signing in and he's waiting and he goes what do you mean uh, something else is there and he goes I want a a porter, a porter for bags The have got one because it's a and b no fine right great. As he's walking upstairs have you got the weather forecast and he goes you what <laughs> and again that's when I thought it might be deaf. he goes you know a, a weather- I want to know what the weather is uh, I understand it's been heavy rain he goes yes heavy rain Well,
1: or does he? Or does he say, I don't know what weather's like because I'm stuck in here all the time?
0: Oh, he does say that. Yeah, but then he says, I understand there's been heavy rain. And he says, yeah, there's been heavy rain. because right, heavy rain. They say, there's heavy in that, right. right. Now then, he then goes to his room... And he starts... This is John Mills. John, Mils, John Mills, yeah.
1: Who, whose character is not named in this. He's, no, no in, in, my,
0: right. in my list here, he's just, he's just down as the Umbrella Man. Umbrella Man, yeah. Uh, he's then on his bed, and he's, he's circling all the, what I can only guess as being the pubs. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's using the yellow pages, cross, cross-referencing on this little tourist map. We don't know where this place is, where this town is, do we? No. no. And, um, and then he picks up a little wireless transistor... And um, whilst he's trying to listen to whether there is any rain forecast, and, yeah. and, and you're saying that there's, and he's saying that the radio's saying that it's going to be hot and sunny, and he, th- and he looks not very happy about, it. about right. it. Now then, we cut to without really any introduction, uh, other than uh, I, mean, I mean, what I mean by that is there's no relationship with anybody else so far. Yeah. Is that it's a, we're on a train platform in the waiting room and the music's changed now it goes to kind of like a really elegant sax so <laughs> I was expecting a, a woman to walk in which right. one does yeah with her husband yeah uh, it is do we do we know their names Arthur is the man's name right forget the woman's name but they they sit down um in the waiting she's, room she's Wendy you're Wendy and Arthur sit down and it's quite a cold relationship because yeah he
1: does offer her the paper but I don't think he, he really wants to have it she doesn't want it no. he, he starts reading it yeah. and she's sort of looking slightly odd at him and it's sort of
0: out the window you can tell there's no there's no feeling between yeah she's, she's looking out the window and she's if she's expecting somebody to yeah. arrive and then uh, there's lots of quiet time in this scene but in walks Dumbledore uh, Michael Gambon, Andrew as he's called in this Andrew or not Andrew Dumbledore, Andrew Dumbledore. Right, okay, um, and he walks in and he sits down, and again lots of quiet time. Yeah. Arthur gets up to do what he's, he well, has to well, leave the waiting room. The,
1: the first thing that
0: happens. Oh, well, there's a train delay, isn't there? That's the other yeah. thing to mention. But when
1: um, Dumbledore comes in, he's got a brolly and this seems to irritate uh, Arthur. And uh, because of the weather forecast on the radio, which is that it's not going to rain. And he says it's ridiculous. So he's he's quite annoyed uh, just because he's got an umbrella. Yeah, that would annoy me as well. (laughs) Well, then he asks um, his wife if she wants a coffee and he goes out to get it. And Dumbledore says, no, I don't want
0: one. And so then they're left in the room. So what they then do is, now that the husband has left the room... Is that they, we now realise that these two have been having an affair. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, they're both married, obviously, and uh, and they're both seeing each other and what, trying to arrange a meet
1: Yeah, the tr- she suggests meeting up that afternoon. Yes, but yes. He, he's not, I bet, not able to do that because
0: of his work commitments or something yeah, like. like that. And then, so it goes on a little bit like that, uh, with that conversation, trying to arrange something, but then. Arthur walks back in, um, and, and that puts an end to that conversation.
1: Yeah, and he's still good starts going about the umbrella again and the good weather, even even when he comes back.
0: So, um, we go then, we cut to Mills again. Yeah. You know? So that scene just seemed to be kind of out of the blue a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we, we didn't know who these people were. Yeah. We don't know what's happening, but that's, that's yeah. just in there. So now, back to
1: Mills. Who, and he's back at the B&B it, where he's
0: Com- not left, yeah, there, ready to go out on the, the, in the, on the town. Well, yeah. Not for a night out, it's for a day out. And what he's doing is, oh yeah, he goes to the reception bit and, the, he, he, and he looks at him all odd, like the, the, uh, the reception guy yeah. looks at him right odd. And I was thinking, you're the only odd one here. You're the only one who hasn't been civil and polite. But but do you think he's looking too badly because he's all he's all sort of done up now? Could he be, be because it's fast. not that sort of. And
1: it's not, me, is yeah. it? No porters or anything like that. Yeah. So I think he's. I think it might be that. Well, as he,
0: he leaves and then comes back in, well, rather, you know, just looks over his shoulder and then asks about a church. Uh, where the church where the nearest church. Nearest church, and he says, "What denomination?" Yeah, and he goes, "He leans in right close and he gives him a kiss." No, he doesn't. <laughs> he leans in right close and says. Doesn't matter, any denomination. Yeah. Where's the nearest church? Gives him directions and he goes on his way. Back to the waiting room. When we go wait- back to the waiting room. John Mills is not in it. Yep. Yeah. And they're doing cosplay now, aren't they? They're, one's dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> and one's dressed as something else No, they're not really. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, he'll Ratchet and Clank. Cut to the waiting room. Okay, and they're now. Before they.
1: That's my phone. I'll not not answer it, though, because I think it might be the hospital after me, so I don't really want
0: to talk to them. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should be calling them, really, shouldn't you? Absolutely. Why why aren't they calling me? (laughs) Right. We cut to the waiting room again. Now, in this bit here, they're still waiting because the train has been delayed, but they're doing the crossword. Yes. Or the man, Dumbledore, is doing the crossword. And he says... um, Mm. Maybe your wife can help me with the crossword. With four down, with four down. So she picks up the newspaper, and what he's done is he's written, "I loved you forever. Uh, I love you, not not is loved, it? right? Yeah, I love you forever, right? Yeah, I think he's implying that he still does, right? Loved is in the past, isn't it? So anyway, then they uh, they get up because the train has arrived, and uh, he uh, they all leave the room. Gambon has to come back in, yeah. Because he's left his umbrella there. Nice little anchor point, again full of anchor points. There's the umbrella. Yeah. Almost forgot this little bad boy.
1: And and he's found out that they're coming back on something like the 520 train or something like that, and he says he's going to come
0: back on that yeah, one. Yeah, so them. we can look forward to them meeting up later on. Yeah. Okay, right, now then. Mills and John Mills, umbrella man, has been he asked for directions to the church, and yeah. sure enough, he's found himself in the church, and he goes into the pew and he starts praying. For rain, we assume it's for rain, we do, and
1: we get some clues from this. I think by the, by the music here, because there's the organ music of the church. Yeah, there's then like plinky plink music, as though r- suggesting suggesting water, and then a thunder. Well, there and, is, yeah, yeah. And, but then there's a third set of music which sounds like the music to this morning. Da, 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 da. And I noticed that comes in two or three times. Not that that suggests rain, obviously. But, yeah, I think he's praying for rain there.
0: We get to the village, or the town, I guess, and um, because it's started to rain, the woman yep. has ended up in the village, and now she, because she wasn't expecting rain, she is now caught in the rain with only a little handkerchief on her head. Yeah. She runs into a shop doorway, where she's waiting for the rain to pass and looking at the things in the shop doorway, and Mills comes over. Yeah. Now... Uh, and, he, and he's saying, basically, he's got a problem. He, he needs a favour, he's, he, he, she needs to be she, And she's uh, sort of thinking, well, he's after some money here, and so she says, I don't speak to beggars. He says, no, no, he got me wrong, I'm not a beggar. And, he conv- and he's trying to convince her he doesn't actually need any money from her. Yeah. Um, he's left his wallet in his other jacket, and all he's asking for is a fiver. So she's like, "But well, you are asking for money. And he's like, I tell you what, in exchange for the fiver... And he explains that he needs a fiver to get back, back on, on the taxi uh, into a taxi. He's, he's walked there. Every day he goes into the town, he walks into the town he gets a taxi back. But he's got old, old legs, they're all rackety and rickety, and uh, he can't get back. because he, he can't won't. walk back today. So. so he's got to get a taxi. So um, in exchange for a fiver, he's going to give her his umbrella. Yeah, And the umbrella's going to solve the problem because it's throwing it down. Brilliant
1: and and in is sort of in the sort of confidence trick which is what, what he's doing he seems to guess quite a lot about it.
0: it's there's a lot of flattery but he also says that um he, and and, he, and there's a lot of beating around the bush as i imagine that a lot of con artists have to do they have to yeah. really set the scene yeah. um but um, and he plays on the fact he's old so he's he's building up trust but he's um He he mentions that she she she's got a sadness about her. Yeah. He mentions that it's probably derived from the fact that she's not happy with a situation that she can't control, such as unrequited love. Yeah. And love and then he says I wrote this I had to write this down in a rush, but no beautiful no man is worth the tears of a beautiful woman. Yeah, I wrote that all down wrong. I got here. No beautiful tear is within the tears of the man of a beautiful... I I, I, I struggled with that. Yeah. Right, but it does repeat it towards the end, and I had to put an arrow to it. I should have just written it out again. Yeah. It, it, it's that. It's no man is worth the tears of a beautiful woman. Well, that rings true now, okay, because she's in a relationship she doesn't want to be with. Yeah. She wants to be with another guy who wants to be with her, but he's married. And there doesn't seem to be any indication that he's gonna leave his wife for her. Certainly not at that stage. I don't not, think there's yeah. nothing either way. No, we've not we don't know, do we actually? No, there's no. no yeah, he doesn't say not, but yeah. there's no say, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow night or yeah. something like that. Anyway, so do you know what? She thinks, okay. As you've you've guessed me, and it is raining, here's your fiver, and we're on your way. Now what yeah. she then does is that she ne- she, f- she doesn't necessarily follow him, but she catches sight of him a bit later on. Selling another umbrella. He's doing exactly the same. Yeah. So she's like, hang on a minute, what's going on? She follows him a bit more and he
1: goes to a pub. Queen's Head. I, I wrote this down because you have questioned me on pubs before. Yeah, well, that so one wasn't one of the ones, was it? wasn't, it? No, no. But I thought, you know, you know uh, I'd I better be careful here.
0: So I did write Uh, She follows him and... Now then, this is the point where I had seen this before, but this was the point when I thought, oh, wait a minute, it's gone into the pub. There'll be loads of umbrellas in there. Yeah. he has gone to nick an umbrella. Yeah. But, and that does happen, but we... There's no indication that that's about to happen until later on, but I did guess that. Yeah. So what he does is he goes into the bar and he's, he's, he's having a drink. She follows him in there and just kind of watches him from a distance. Not from much of a distance, I've got to say. No. It's, it's sort of unbelievable that he wouldn't recognise her if, <laughs> yeah. uh, if he happened to look that yeah. way. And what he does is, uh, before he leaves, he gets to the door and he picks up an umbrella kind of, you know, yeah. on the sly, and off he goes, and she's worked it out. And, and I'm thinking though what sort of pubs do
1: these people drink in the sort of pubs I'm drinking if you had an umbrella you'd have it tied around your wrist you wouldn't be leaving
0: it by the door <laughs> well, people would either be killing you with it or stealing it that's Doncaster mate well because in the uh, my, my sister who uh, his, uh, she's married to a guy who runs a few pubs right and they're in like Oxfordshire so they're pubs that you do you can leave
1: Oh, right. Stuff around about. They
0: exist, do they? You can, you know, they've got an iPad on the the bar and stuff. Right. They're fine. Because I've
1: not had much experience of genteel places. I went to university in Birmingham and I've lived in Doncaster all my life. In none of those places would you sort of put anything more than than a foot away from you if you ever wanted to see it again. No,
0: that's right, yeah. We're talking about uh, pubs. There was the the castle in Doncaster. Yeah. Yeah. And there were three rooms, I think. There was kind of... A, the room at the back, which was, like, where they had the bands. The room in the middle where they had the pool bit. And then the room at the front where... But it was always too dark. So you, your eyes... If you were in there for a couple of hours, your eyes would always adjust to the daylight. you have to adjust to the daylight when you came out. And you <laughs> squint. But you could always tell where you were as you, if you were passing. Because it stank a piss. <laughs> <And> the, in, <laughs> so <laughs> as you walked into... There was a guy in there. It was an old guy. Uh, and this was in the toilet This is where, where it did literally stink a Uh he says to me and we're having a wee an old guy says to me uh, I've got some Viagra if you want it yeah, yeah. And, like, and I did the face that you've just done which was kind of weird <laughs> uh, I thought oh my god what I've, what's that what have I walked into here and we see a few months earlier I'd been in the castle but there was a kind of corridor that ran down all three yeah. rooms yeah and um, there was a guy out there who got into a conversation with me one Friday night and he explained to me that he was uh, he was a Predator and he would take me back to a house where there was a few more Predators. Now, this was before the term Predator really became anything more than the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. So you'd seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger film? I knew, yeah. So you, you were expecting that he uh, might have the kid, the kid I didn't, back at home? I didn't think... No, no, this had nothing to do with paedophilia, as predators. Right? He said, "Kid." No, the kit. You oh. know, the, the, the sort of dread, dreadlocks and the. Uh, no, the... I think he meant. No. What? What was he after? Right. I think he meant. Well, what? Um, that's what he did mean. He thought that he was one of the predators that lived on the predator island or predator planet or whatever. Right. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, the... what did you say to him? Well, uh, you go along with him. He also said that he was a doctor, as well. Oh. Uh, but I think he turned out to me as a doctor of economics so he wasn't really a doctor yeah anyway but see so that had happened and then I'm in a toilet where a man an old man is trying to sell me Viagra yeah and it's just the weirdest thing so then he said um, I've I have to take Viagra to stop me rolling out of bed in the morning <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was a great joke Anyway, he didn't actually sell me. He did, it, there was a couple more Viagra jokes, but that's the castle for you. That was right. the, the characters you'd meet in the castle. You wouldn't leave your umbrella there, would you? I don't think so, no. You'd probably have to pick one up, like buy one. Yeah. On it yeah. would be one that was made entirely of drugs. Uh, anyway, so uh, where did we get to? She's, yes, yeah, she, she's worked it out. So she's followed him into the pub. He's walked out of the pub... Selecting an umbrella as he goes. So what his plan is is what he does is he basically takes an umbrella and then he, he walks up to somebody, probably usually women who are getting wet and uh who are and he then sells the umbrella and then he yeah. goes back to another pub that's why he needs to know where they all, are. all were. He picks up another umbrella and does the same throughout the day and makes a fortune in the day. But she's she when she's worked it out, she's actually quite impressed with his little plan. Yeah, but I'm thinking, how much money would you make doing that?
1: Because he does, as you say, he has a drink in the pub as well. Now, he's well, only he, selling them for a fiver.
0: Yeah, he's, he has to obviously count on the fact that rather than the amount that he makes off one sale, that he just sells a lot.
1: Yeah, but if it... If he has a drink in every pub, he's gonna get he's gonna get hammered. And also it's he's, tap he's biting, Yeah, Otherwise he's biting into his profits a bit, isn't he? You know what I mean? Well,
0: yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, we, well that's something that probably we don't need to worry about. We don't know, that's probably minutiae. Yeah, minutia. But what we what we do, do is uh, cut to the train station. Where they're going home again. Yeah. So we see the two men
1: uh-huh. we see
0: Arthur. And, and, and Gambon arrives, Dumbledore arrives, saying yeah. that he's lost his magic wand. Or his umbrella. And his umbrella. Yeah. And Arthur's laughing at him about it. Yeah. You see, he explains that he, he now went to have a business lunch, yeah. and then somebody's nicked it from the pub. Yeah. So he's in the Doncaster pub now. And he's saying
1: that it's, the same thing's happened to a lot of his colleagues.
0: Yeah, because he had to report it to, to, the to the police. And I thought that was a bit... But it's it's actually part of the story in yeah. in this but reporting an umbrella theft to the police is a bit like saying you know well it's because this is the chaos that uh,
1: Roald was imagining to to. yeah that so, everybody has to go to the police station yeah because all no if you don't go to the police station, it's rampant. This umbrella theft, and that's where chaos starts and um, civilization breaks down. <laughs> Therefore, even though it's a small thing—the umbrella—you have to take part of reporting it and thus trying to prop up the facade of civility and
0: civilization. Is this basically the butterfly effect? It could be. Yeah. Uh, so Gamboni is complaining, and then she turns up with an umbrella. Yeah. And he goes... Whoa! Arthur, this is... Arthur. Arthur goes... Whoa! You didn't lose them. You've given it to her. You've, you've met her. You've met her over lunch because you're having an affair. This is in front of everybody, by the way. Yeah. You've had an affair and you've given her the... He goes, don't be so ridiculous. The thing is, they are. Yeah. But it's called a bluff on the wrong thing. Yeah. And what he says... Um, Dumbledore. He says
1: that uh, he's happily married, and he doesn't give a fig for Arthur's wife. Yes,
0: and she she doesn't look too happy. No, about she's it. not happy about that. She realizes this is it, so like the, you know, there's no point in this relationship. Yeah. but that that's obviously he's just saying that to get out of trouble. But actually, he could at that point he could have said, "You're right. Yes, you're right." And do you know what? Thank God you found out about it because. Yeah. Anyway, wait, that doesn't happen. No. Because Arthur then says, no, I'm going to sue you. Yeah. He says, no, I tell you what, no, 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 you've threatened legal action. Let's go down to the police station, like I said, what I did, and I'm going to prove that, that I was telling the truth.
1: Yeah. Right, now, firstly, I think if you went down the police station and said to him, just tell me, you know. Have you got anybody? You arrested anybody today? It would be Nicky and brothers. Yeah. Has there
0: been an umbrella thing today? Yeah. An unusual umbrella situation. Yeah.
1: Now they'd probably tell you to fuck off because they wouldn't be interested in dealing with you. But
0: if they said yes, then surely that would resolve the issue. Yes, and also because we do get to that stage, right? We go into the police station. And it's Mr. Bronson from Grange Hill, who is also one of the commanders on the Death Star. Right. Uh, He's playing this, uh, you know, police inspector, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's explaining, well, we have brought in a confidence trickster today. Yeah. We've known him by a few names, but we've never heard of this umbrella. This is a new one to us, but there has been an umbrella situation. Right. That's enough for me. It doesn't matter whether. You can identify
1: who the umbrella man is. The fact that there's been an umbrella situation... Should
0: be enough. Shouldn't it? Yeah. Or at least start the ball rolling. Yes. It isn't. They they wheel out the convict, which... How would that happen? Well, it wouldn't, would it? No, because, first of all, he's not even been charged with anything. He's no. A, at the moment, he's just a suspect. But, but they, they see a reason to save a marriage. The police, to save a marriage, go, OK bring him out bring John Mills out the actor John Mills out and, and then so it's like a police lineup. but he's in the same room with him and there's only one of him there's only one of him they say was this the man that sold you the umbrella and of course it is but what she says well she doesn't say anything to start with she looks at him looks back looks at Dumbledore yeah and then says no no I've never seen this man in my life which somehow then equates to the fact that she has seen him (laughs) (laughs) yeah it then uh, puts absolute responsibility onto uh, the the guy telling a lie yeah which which again it doesn't prove anything no absolutely because she's never seen this guy yeah it could be somebody else couldn't it it could be does it say anybody that yeah and 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 I think the thing is that uh, when she says no I've never seen this man in my life it just seems a bit too far-fetched, that. She just said, ah, no, that's not him. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, I've not seen this man in my life, is just a bit too much of a, you went a bit over the top there with that.
1: I think it uh, uh, probably is. Arthur kicks off straight away, doesn't he, and says, that's it, then. That's uh it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to divorce you. Yeah. Uh, you'll be, I'll see my solicitors in court, or something like that.
0: That's right. And then, she says, oh, yeah, so, uh, John Mills is off the hook, and uh, she... Looks over at John Mills
1: and says, no man is worth the tears of a beautiful woman. Which is what he said to her. And it's that, it's that uh, statement that's obviously saved John Mills at the end of the day. Because she's, she's taken it to heart. She's found out Dumbledore doesn't, doesn't love her. Isn't willing to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore she's sort of thought, I don't like the husband, Dumbledore's not worth it.
0: I'm not better without to... them. Yeah, uh, so so that's it. Uh, he goes back to the B&B, where he's moving on to a new town. Yeah. He decides he's going to go to Manchester. Yeah, which he's probably been better off going straight to Manchester. Everybody knows it rains in Manchester all the time, don't they? Well, do you know what? I think that, because he looks at the cam? No, do not look at the camera, he just looks... Yeah, off. and it freezes. I would have thought that he often goes to Manchester, uh. and, that's, and that was the point. He's like, he's, yeah... I've just been from Manchester. I'm here now. I'm going back to Manchester soon. So yeah, and he's right. It does always rain in Manchester. It does, yeah. Apparently, because of the Pennines, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. It's Apparently not, so. Yeah. I think it's more because of the rain, isn't it? Well, <laughs> it's more the rain that's falling there. I would blame that more than the, the mountains. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I suppose there's nothing really dramatic in this
0: episode, no. is there? Really? No. It is. It's. It is. It's a bit of frippery, as you might say. Yeah. Nobody gets killed for doing anything. No. There's no. Um, Kind of, you know, when the twist happens, it feels like it's the right thing. Yeah. So, you know, we we all win in this one, but we're out of the EU. <laughs> <laughs> is it is this linked to not, umbrella umbrella theft? No, I was just trying to link it to the beginning. <laughs> I was just, in a very wrap. clumsy fashion. Yeah, I was trying to wrap it. Right. Um, uh,
1: well, that was the end of that episode. It was, yeah. Um, good one, I thought, as I say.
0: Not, yeah. not dramatic, Never entertaining. Yeah. Light. Yeah, light. Yeah, good for lunch. Yeah. The next week, we have Genesis and Catastrophe. What's
1: that about? Well, this is uh, about an Austrian woman in 1889 who's concerned that a newborn baby's ill and she's, uh, her previous children have died. So uh, she's a bit worried about what might happen to this next one. Yeah, me too.
0: Right, uh, so we'll see you in a fortnight's time. See you then. Bye-bye.